Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brandon Hutchins. Nobody asked for them to challenge each other to cover songs and make fools of themselves. Nobody asked for them to get so much wrong about music. But here we are, so I will correct them. Nobody asked for Aaron to use the wrong microphone, and sounds like he's calling in from a cell phone. But they'll fix that issue soon. All right, let's jump into it. Absolutely. Boy, just the craziest piece of news ever. Mm -hmm. Brand new release an album. Oh, right. Yes, they did. And like, where did that come from? Recording studio. Good. Thank you. Literal answer. (laughs) But like, whoever knew... So, to sort of piggyback off of... I didn't even know they were recording. Yeah, nobody ever does. But like, to sort of piggyback off of... You know, what we talked about previously, like all these old bands coming out of the woodwork, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Brand new release now an album and it's number one on the Billboard charts, which is right. which Their is first number insane one. to me. Like no one when when Deja Intendu was out, nobody gave a shit about brand new. And that was well, like I mean, the, that was, their best that album. Was definitely their, that was definitely a huge bump for them though. Yeah, that's true. And actually, the more I talk to people, the more I think that most people say The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me is their definitive album, even though I think it's Deja. But And Deja's yeah, not even my favorite album. Fucking Favorite Weapon is my favorite album. Right, yeah. Yeah, I always thought of uh, Deja as the standout that people knew and where they became a fan. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely emo music you know like yeah like uh, the modern day interpretation of emo music right like that's i feel like that is the that's the album that influenced an entire genre you know exactly and now they did it they they released this album in a super weird way i guess they gave like like a hundred blank cds to random people or something yeah and then i didn't i didn't look into that so i don't really know what happened with that all right well i i guess it was like someone in their fan club or something they just got these random CDs and they played it and it was a new, brand new album. On August 15th, 2017, the band announced on Instagram that their fifth LP would be released on vinyl in October 2017. Two days later, on August 17th, many people who had pre-ordered the vinyl edition of the album received a CD, limited to 500, in the mail that contained an album in its entirety named Science Fiction, compressed into one 61-minute long track. And then, like, I remember one of the last episodes of the uh, Chorus.fm podcast, they were talking Mm -hmm. about, in brand new news, they've updated (laughs) their website, their merch on their website. Mm-hmm. And brand new people are going fucking crazy because it could mean anything. Episode 150, the best of 2017 so far. Right. And everyone well, think... at Chorus was like, I mean, I'll believe it when I, you know, I'll believe brand new right. releases, new album when it's out. Anything right. up until then is complete hearsay. You know? Right. And then they did it. Yeah. And I think that the, sh- the shirts and the merch had uh, 2018 as yeah. like the end date for brand new. Yeah, like like a birth year and end death year. So yeah. there was a lot of speculation. Gonna stay eighteen about forever. It. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Gonna stay eighteen forever. It's so perfect. Like you can't you can't like market anything better than that. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the new brand new album? Uh, it is it is it is really great. Um. I, I, I've listened to it, I don't know, like four or five times. 
um, like part of me is like, I know this is really in- incredibly well done. Uh, there has to be tons of um, hidden meanings and mm-hmm. uh, artistic. Uh, you, we should be unpacking licenses. it for years, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm it's super excited for. Um, I think it's going to be the episode after next. Uh, David's going to be doing on on the sound of the story is going to be doing an episode on um, science fiction. So I'm pretty excited about that. Really? Already? Wow. Yeah, yeah. He was going to... He he asked Twitter if he should cancel what he was doing and just switch to that or um, do it next episode. And it looks like he's going to do it in the following episode. Nice. I am indeed doing science fiction as an episode of The Sound and the Story, my illustrious podcast. That episode will drop, hopefully, in October of this year yeah i'm pretty excited about that because you know the, the music sounds great and 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 the, the whole album as a whole i mean they they were like they, they leaked it as one track yeah which i thought was really cool because it's like yeah. it forces you to listen to everything yeah yeah and and definitely at least at some point i want to talk to you about the tracks versus albums mm, that's a great subject because you know because i love albums and yeah me too and so I liked this as a whole, except for the intro that got really old. The psychiatry thing? Yeah. It hasn't grabbed me yet. It hasn't, like, I... Brand I new takes to... a while to soak in, dude. Yes, it does. You know? Except for except for Deja and my favorite weapon. The rest of the albums, they definitely take a few listens to, to really get into. I mean, more than a few. Yeah. I still don't like Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Not, it's not dandelions. It's not dandelions. No, it's not. I still don't like uh, Daisy. Actually, I don't. I haven't listened to it in a long time either. I don't. I don't even know if I'd like it. Um, I didn't like the Devil and God arranging assignment until um, until David's uh, breakdown of it. Um, yeah, I definitely appreciated it more mm-hmm. after David's thing, like it because he just cracks it wide open. Mm-hmm. But I. I thought I thought uh, Devil and God had some some pretty stellar tracks. Oh yeah, you know just some standout songs like Handcuffs mm-hmm. and Jesus and mm-hmm. You Won't Know. Like those mm-hmm. those were just great standalone songs. But David really tied in the whole album and made me listen to the whole album because I would skip right. stuff that I thought was boring. But right. But this is yeah. I feel like this is way more mellow. I feel like Jesse. He's sort of he's he's he he knows he's at the end. Like he's gonna stop mm-hmm. fighting. You know. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Like, there's not a lot of really heavy distorted guitar. There's not a lot of really driving drums or anything like that. There's there's almost no screaming at all, which Jesse was, yeah, one of the best ones to listen to because you could hear the pain in his voice. You know, mm-hmm. Jesse, I, I I don't know. He just seem he seems almost at peace, which not hmm. a good brand new album makes. You know, <laughs> yeah, good point. But I am really eager, especially for someone like David, to unpack it and to let me know just exactly what everything means. Because he's still yep. talking about this girl, man. He's still talking about this same girl who, you know, broke his heart, I think. Right. I don't know if there's been a new one since then, but... Yeah, I don't know. Don't either. Awesome. But it's great. Yeah, so Brand New released a new album. And then well, the last time we talked, I said... You know, something crazy is going to happen. Somebody crazy is going to release an album like Alistair or Homegrown or something. (laughs) Right. I wasn't that far off. And here's here's my reasoning is Alistair, the bass player for Alistair. Scott Murphy. (laughs) 
hold on, was in a band with the lead singer of Show Off. Chris Messer, a.k.a. Chris Envy. Called nice. the get-go. So I was nice. only one degree off. Is that one degree or two degrees? You know, it sounds cooler if it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. One degree. So, you know, I was I was like one move away, two moves away. But seriously, one of the last bands I ever expected to get back together, let alone release music, was Show Off. Yeah. And it's even more uh, of, you know, it's even more closely related to what we were talking about because their first album Feldman. was produced by John Feldman. Yep. And I totally thought that unreleased album, Wish You Were Her, I totally thought that was a Feldman affair as well. Turns out it's not. It's a oh, Mark Trombino thing. Oh, okay. Who did, who did Jimmy Eat World. I think they did the Bleed American album. Just technically, nice. just a self-titled album. I didn't know that. Jimmy Eat World technically has two self-titled albums. And the oh, one with yeah. Bleed American on it is commonly referred to as Bleed American. Actually, the album was originally titled Bleed American, but was re-released as a self-titled album following the events of the September 11th attacks. Man, I hate sticking my neck out and saying definitive shit like that, because I know David is just going to swoop in from above. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I mean, I'm I'm super excited. I remember I like woke up and you know I, I I found out and like I just I in all caps just slamming on my keyboard just as soon as I could tell. How'd you, you. find out? Believe it or not, a fucking Google alert. Oh wow! Okay, I, I actually have any of the setup. Not even an alert. My I just have Google now and mm. it learns like mm-hmm. what my interests are. Oh wow! That's and I think cool. because I was doing all that Goldfinger research, mm-hmm. I think it ticked the show off. But oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, hat tip to the machine yeah, learning. Google is, Google's great. I can't wait for it to run my whole life. Nice. <laughs> Have you listened to the new show off stuff? Uh, so I listened to uh, I listened to two of the songs I think hmm. because I don't have enough time to listen to stuff. Sure. Okay, I listened to Popular Kid. And Pink Slip. Got a feeling in my heart and soul. A bunch of ramen sitting in my bowl. On the TV is my favorite show. On my lap is the remote control. Oh, just one and two. Oh, is that one and two? Cool. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just one and two. Popular Kid uh, was really yeah, one fun. And, two. and I think both of them kind of gave me the feeling of, like, this album is... Uh, it feels like it's a a rock opera, like a pop punk opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it definitely feels like there's going to be some sort of theme or um, flow to it, and also with the album title, like Midwest Side Story, it definitely. Oh yeah, gives, totally gives an idea to that as well. So I'm I'm curious for the whole thing. I I listened to it just a little bit, but I like also didn't want to like spoil it too much because they give you like half the album right off the bat. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. I liked it. Uh, but I'm gonna Did on. you ever listen to? So Show Off broke up back in like 2002 or whatever. They got back together once before already, back in like 2006 or something. Right. According to Wikipedia, Chris Envy reformed Show Off with all new members in late 2005. And uh, they released one EP. Did you ever listen to that EP? 
Waiting for you. It's the Waiting for You EP. Honey, turn out the lights, cause I can't stand a feeling. I'm lying awake and I'm staring at the ceiling. Wondering if you're thinking of me too. Books. So it's got. Yes, I have that I, one. I mean, I thought it was fine. It's got. Yeah, I rated all. I rated all of the songs three stars except for Turn Out the Lights. Yeah, Turn Out the Lights was really great. I liked that song. Mm-hmm. Ocean Time, which was on Wish You Were Her, made an mm-hmm. appearance on that EP. Mm-hmm. And then Waiting oh, For You, you same time. Yeah, same time. Uh, or Waiting For You is the same thing. Waiting For You is one of my favorite songs off of mm-hmm. Wish You Were Her. But there is... Shit. There's one song from this EP that makes it onto new album. Oh, Turn Out The Lights. And I didn't... I don't really have a good yeah. handle on the rest of the track list, but like, I think that's the only song making its way... It's a repeat from the blackout ep is it a is it a re-recording or just the same song it is a re-recording nice. i don't believe it's it's just been remastered ever i think they retracted so that's cool yeah i just thought that they were gone forever man i didn't mm-hmm. think there was any way they were coming back mm-hmm. and they're back and that's exciting mm-hmm. i love this band <laughs> yeah it's really great I love, um, they were so good spill is fucking fun and yeah uh, now you're saying that should be the word that you used to be And everything it seems to me It's just another thing called Oh, it's so good God Yeah, and I was reading up on I was reading up on Show Off And I guess Show Off was the Chicago pop punk band Like, they, okay. they were like ground zero for it Oh, interesting And they were signed to Maverick Records mm-hmm. And were one of the first bands to really be signed to a major label But then Maverick imploded Right before that second album came out oh. And and that's why the album never saw the light of day. Like the rights were all messed up and in, oh, you know, in legal purgatory. And like, if that album would have come out, if that album was actually released, it would be synonymous. You know what I mean? Like they would be a pillar of the of the genre. They'd be right. up there with Newfound Glory and, and, and those guys. I think, right. You know, because it really is a fucking great album. The whole yeah, re- it's totally on case, that caliber. Yeah. In case it wasn't specifically mentioned, when you buy Show Off's new album, Miss Midwest Side Story. You will get a copy of the unreleased Wish You Were Her album for free. That's really cool. So that is what I'm super stoked about is an actual official release of Wish You Were Her. And oh man, I'm fucking dying for it. Because like, you know, I don't have an official release. All I have is the trust of knowing that this was probably what was going to be out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God, it's, it's one of my favorite albums. Probably because it was unreleased, and like I feel like it's my special secret, you know. <laughs> but I, it really is one of my favorite albums. I love it so much. Oh man, I can't wait for it. September twenty second, man, can't wait. Nice. I'm trying to think of other news that's not Kesha. <laughs> yes, Kesha is the big news. Definitely um, drawing a blank. Yeah, I do feel like there was news. Goldfinger announced new tour dates. <laughs> cool. I'm literally just scrolling the front page of Chorus.fm right now. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift came out with a new song. Oh, yeah. What did you think of that? Did you listen? I did listen. Have you seen the actual music video? Because you sent the lyric video. Yes. Yes, I saw the actual one today as well. Uh, David posted it on Facebook. I don't like your little games. Don't like your tilted stage. The role you made me play the fool no i don't like you i and i guess i guess she disses uh fuck everybody dude 
She disses everybody. Possible targets include Calvin Harris, the radio DJ that groped her, Melania Trump, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, Spotify, Apple Music, Katy Perry, Beyonce, Tom Hiddleston, the old Taylor Swift, and my heart. I didn't ever know that I would utter the words Taylor Swift diss track, but... I, I really like the, the part of the music video where she's standing at the t- uh, in front of a green neon cross on top of like a pile of hers all climbing up trying to... Yeah, that was cool. Um, like her throughout the ages. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really interesting commentary on on like progressing and and the different images that you leave behind yeah um and and trying you know bettering yourself um so i thought that was pretty cool and it, the the official video made me like the song more um because the first time i you knew i just listened to it. i didn't even look at the lyric video i just listened oh and, really um, and the chorus is pretty boring uh, just yeah. look what you made me do a whole bunch like that's yeah uh, okay you know I mean like uh, Taylor you, uh, you <laughs> Taylor because you're listening because this is so popular um, <laughs> you, you, you you craft lyrics brilliantly uh, what happened I feel like Christopher Walken um, wow <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it made a little bit more sense I think with the with the video, and I wonder if she's actually crafting things to as as intended to be in a more multimedia way than just to be listened to. But um, that's just a theory. Yeah, I I dig it as a concept, you know, that mm-hmm. she that that she can at least recognize that she's been all these different people throughout mm-hmm. her life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But really, it just makes me think. That, you know, the corporate media machine can succeed in any medium, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of bums me out. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift, everybody was like, oh, this is a country girl. And then she was like, mm-hmm. I want to make a pop out of him. It was like, no, you can't. It's terrible. And then it wasn't, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and now she's like, I want to make a hip hop. I'm like, no, you can't. It's terrible. <laughs> and I mean, it's fine. Like it is. It's all fine. Yep. She's uh, a She's going to make money hand money. over fist no matter what yep. medium she does, you know. Yep, exactly. And I don't know if that's a testament to her or if it's just that the machine is so strong. You know what I mean? Did you hear about her um how she won the the lawsuit against that DJ that Yeah, grabbed her? her ass. Yeah. That was won, a, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that fantastic. She won her countersuit for $1 for $1, <laughs> which is just awesome because it just shows that, you know, she knows she doesn't need the money. She's yeah. doing it for the principal. I read this really great opinion article in the New York Times by uh, Phoebe Lett. The article is called Taylor Swift's Priceless Dollar, and a link will be in the show notes. About how it sets such the perfect precedent for women going forward that it is inappropriate and people should not be sexist. Yeah. Thank you for listening. My schedule is funky right now, so we'll be in and out with episodes sporadically. You can hear more of Aaron and his band Downtown at downtownasaband.com. You can hear more of me on Podcast Playlist at podcastplayl.ist, and I'm at the pod playlist on Twitter. David Callison is our voice of reason and sanity. His podcast is The Sound and the Story, and you can find him on Twitter at David Callison.
The show's Twitter is at NAFTPod. The show is hosted on the glorious Podient.co podcasting platform. We're taking part in a campaign called Hashtag Two Pods a Day. It aims to introduce podcast listeners to two independent podcasts every day for the month of October. We hope to give visibility to some great indie podcasts that you probably haven't heard of. Hashtag Two Pods a Day encourages you to listen more. Listen indie. Find more shows like mine by following Hashtag Two Pods a Day on Twitter and Facebook. We will talk to you next time about the new Kesha album, Rainbow. Hey, can you hear that leaf blower outside? No. Great. And I also have uh, software that can remove noises like that now. Remove leaf blowers? Specifically? Yes, specifically, yeah. It's, it's the leaf blower, <laughs> blower an, plug Anti-leaf blower plugin dot com. The plugin is called RX6 Voice Denoise by Isotope. Hey, Claire pointed out. I'll have, I'll have David correct it and be like, no, it's actually called. Yeah, go ahead. I know, dude. Like, I had resisted the urge to do research so much because, like, <laughs> yeah, because I too. just know David is David is just going to interject to make me sound like an idiot <laughs> so much more. <laughs> yep. Even yeah. though I'm the one that does all the fact checking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were saying. Um... Oh, Claire, Claire listened to the first couple episodes and she was like, Hey, you interrupt Brendan a lot. Oh, and I was like, I, I, I didn't notice if I did, and even if I did, it's just because I'm excited. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I think part of the interruption is because of the way that we were doing the call before with Hangouts. Yeah, because you wouldn't hear me talking, and yeah. So, but uh, no worries. You can interrupt me all you want because you're more of the brains of the operation in terms of the music. I think you just mean the mouth. I'm more of the mouth. Of the yes, operation. the mouth. Yes, that's that is a good. To, yes. Also, an important part of the body. <laughs> part of your complete breakfast. No, without the mouth, how would you even eat your breakfast? Exactly. I'm important. Two days later, on August 17th, many people who had pre-ordered the vinyl edition of the album received a CD limited to 500 in the post. What is this, a British podcast? In the mail, 